Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, we're talking Rutherford County Schools. School Board Chair Tiffany Johnson joins us here today, and a lot going on, and also uh, an election year, so I just appreciate you carving out a little time to be with us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, the uh, school board has uh, obviously been very busy, and uh, of course the news in recent weeks of um, a search for a new director of schools, I'm sure that consumes a lot of time now. It, it does. It does. But it's a it's a great opportunity for us to hear from our parents about what their expectations are um, and learn the process, quite honestly. So we have a lot of support with the Tennessee School Board Association. And, and believe it or not, a lot of parents have reached out and shared their concerns and their expectations. So it's it's a good thing. So are, are, are you kind of in the mode of information gathering and just figuring out the process and what you want to do? Or kind of where are we in the search for the next director of schools? Yeah, great question. We are working with the Tennessee School Board Association to solicit applicants. So last night the school board met for a special called meeting uh, to determine our salary for our incoming director. Unfortunately, uh, we have very low salaries in our system and so the board voted to do a range of uh, 200 to 225,000 uh, for that search. So we're hoping to um, attract some solid candidates. Some board members have expressed a desire to have candidates from all over the United States apply. Um, I think that's a great thing just to kind of see what's out there and, and um, not that we don't have wonderful people in our system who could serve in this capacity, but uh, just doing a wide search is always good, I think. Yeah. So yeah, that's where we're at. So that's that, some of the preliminary things before you can do a job search. You need to obviously say, well, here's our salary range and things of that nature, right? This so is right. Mm-hmm. that's that's kind of why uh, the special called meeting. I'm sure that there are going to be many more of those. <laughs> we plan to. Um, it's my goal as chair to make this as transparent as absolutely possible. So I've committed to the community that when we're going to visit items about the director search, we'll call special called meetings so the items don't get lost in our regular agendas. Ah, well, that that's a, a good point. So if uh, you know concerned parents anyone interested in the school system if if you see a special called meeting here in the next few you know that that's what is going to be discussed very likely yeah, yeah. There, could there. be some other things but we're in the budget season so <laughs> yeah. it could always be budget related but yeah yes we're going to talk a little bit about uh, all of that as well but i'm sure as as you're out in the community uh being that uh this is an election year for your school board zone i'm sure you're hearing from a lot of constituents is the uh, director of schools race right up there with with what they're concerned about and want to hear from yeah, it's across the board. I mean, growth is really a big situ- a big issue for us, that, uh, a situation that we've been navigating for quite some time. Um, and rezoning, obviously. We rezone so much that our families are begging for um, stability for their students. So we hear everything um, from growth to teacher morale and teacher ret- retention. Um, we have some wonderful, remarkable educators in our system, and we need to work to improve morale and, and support them and provide them with um, the necessary resources to be successful for our students. So when they're successful, our students are successful. So it's a variety. You, mm. I hear from parents all day, every day, and uh, community leaders and teachers and administrators, and everybody has something wonderful to add to the conversation. We have uh, Tiffany Johnson joining us, Rutherford County School Board Chair, and um, the, the search for the next director. And I know that uh, the current director, his last day is June 1st or end of May, whatever that time frame is. It's coming up so quickly that 
do you think someone will be in place? Are you looking at maybe having to have an interim? What what, what is that process looking like? Right. Uh, we toiled over this issue. Mm. We know that the labor market nationwide is, is really sparse. Um, and so it was our goal as a board to announce this immediately and determine is there a pool of candidates that would even that we could even consider and if not we would move to place an interim so we are learning as we go we are it is in real time every day we're dealing with what's the next best decision in this process and we have not ruled out appointing an interim if that's absolutely necessary but we do want our teachers and our principals and our parents to have some stability in knowing who the leader is going to be as we enter the next school year and uh, begin that relationship building with that person so that we can be successful we are you know are are in that time getting close to the end of the school year and you know with summer months ahead and to to keep this in full transparency with with a lot of people not really thinking maybe about school in the summer months i can see that there's kind of a push to try to get as much information out there and 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 make decisions before the end of the year maybe school year or close we will make decisions as close to as realistic as possible i don't mean to be evasive at all it's just it's a moving target and so i don't want to overcommit that we have the ability to do something we're still searching for our applicants and so um, my commitment is that we will we will be fully transparent we will continue to search for the best possible candidate we will include our parents and there will be interview processes where the community and parents and teachers can come and visit with us and visit with the candidates that are selected uh, to proceed to the interview process but we're going to do it in real time we're as as the information becomes available and the candidates become available we're gonna we're gonna work to do what we can to fill the seat well i'm sure that's something that you don't want to to rush into because that's when you rush decisions sometimes bad decisions could be made in the process that's absolutely right and we want to make the right decision we we have every confidence we have a wonderful school system we're a level five Um, we have some great programs from our career and technical education Um, last night at our board meeting we recognized some remarkable JRTC students who are highly accomplished through a program um, in our system so there's so much positive and so many good things happening we want to maintain that and continue the momentum forward so with the um director of schools position are have you put any um uh, i guess stipulations on uh what you're looking for length of contract anything like that that um that you know that has been solidified that you can share with listeners or are we too soon into the process we're not too soon. Um, there is a lot of information provided on our website, um, and I'll be happy to push that information out to the community as well on criteria. And it's it's fairly broad. Uh, we do desire a, a person to have a doctorate degree. We have almost 50,000 students in our system, and uh, it's very large. We have 50 uh, school facilities, buildings, and so we want somebody who's going to have experience in education, experience in business, um, and be willing to work in the community and build relationships. Um, so there's a there's a lot of, of requirements or expectations, I guess, of this person, but um, there is a brochure that has been provided, and I'd be happy to share that with, with everybody. Okay. Well, very good. Um, so... Did you and to go back to something that you mentioned about last night? Did you decide that this is going to be a nationwide search, or have you gotten 
those details ironed out at this point? It is a nationwide search. So working with the Tennessee School Board Association, they have relationships with every state. And so they have pushed this out, this job opening, if you will, out to all of their resources and all of their partners nationwide. Um, And so we do have a few applicants um, as of my last conversation with the executive director at Tennessee School Board Association. Now, uh, I I have known other systems to hire... um, I'm not sure what the proper term is, but like a, a headhunter who who goes out and searches, and and sometimes those are um, different organizations. But this is that that's kind of why you're part of the Tennessee School Board Association too, and and they do this for other counties. So is is that why you go with a, a group like them because they've they're so uh, I guess attuned to uh, how to make this process work. Yeah, that's right. Um, We, you know, they're the Tennessee School Board Association. And so Rutherford County Schools is no longer associated with the National School Board Association. We parted ways, well, the Tennessee School Board Association parted ways with them some time ago. And so the Tennessee School Board Association is really a great support for us. Um, They make recommendations. They are not our law, uh, but they're a great partner in helping us address our educational needs. And and this just happens to be one of them. So um, we have confidence that we will find a candidate. Um, We don't know how long it will take, but we do have that confidence yeah Yeah. do do you go back over and and speak to others who may have been on the board at the time when we have had to go through this process before and and kind of learn from from them here are some things that we did right some things that we should have done differently i'm sure you're very much in the information gathering in that point absolutely hindsight's 2020 great so we make the best possible decision in the time that we're in and we hope that it is the right decision um but we always want to learn from how we could have made better decisions or maybe if we'd have done something different so absolutely i'm having those conversations and um, really just seeking information from anybody who can help us and Really, truthfully, our teachers, our administrators, and our parents, they have a remarkable um, understanding of the process, how it happened uh, in, the, in the last several uh, processes in finding a director. And so I think there's value in, in learning from them. Yes. We're going to have uh, some some folks, if, if I remember correctly, there's going to at least be one new person on the board and being an election year, um, there, whoever is elected is really going to have to jump right in aren't they (laughs) yes absolutely Uh, it doesn't slow down in in a growing community i mean i I think that's just part of it but uh, there's some remarkable candidates Uh, mr estes is not running for re-election and so his seat is open there is a couple candidates for that seat so yes we will have some seats that are are absolutely going to change but you know um, i serve during my entire term and every day uh, I am going to continue to serve as I'm here. So I'm excited about the changes. I'm excited about the work that we're doing. Um, we worked on a budget last night, which is always a difficult. We just a first draft that we're going to send to the commission. Um, so and we we voted on some teacher uh, pay rate or some staff pay raises uh, for our full time and part time um, employees. And um, we're we're working on on improving. The process in the system absolutely well and that's that's the big thing about yes searching for a new director of schools but everything else that the school board has to do is also in in process and uh, the budget is obviously a biggie 
Oh, biggie. It's, um, it's almost half a billion dollars, the Rutherford County Schools budget. So it's we have remarkable people working at Central Office to help us. Obviously, we couldn't do it. I could never do it. Um, but it's it's it is a puzzle for sure. And meeting every single need and um, managing those tax dollars and holding accountable departments and making sure that what they're asking is exactly what they need. And can we is it can we find something somewhere else or can we repurpose and so uh, we are we strive to be as fiscally responsible as possible and i think we've done a really good job of that uh, you, you said this was kind of like the the first draft um this process will be back and forth until just about the end right before july right yes it will and unfortunately uh, one of the confusing confusing parts for us last night was we don't have a revenues, so it's a reappraisal year in the county for property taxes, and uh, we don't have our BEP numbers uh, from the state. So we're passing a budget based on expenditures. We're sending that. We know what our expenditures are to the county commission, but our revenues, we don't know. So it's that's a process that needs to be addressed. And we spoke with uh, Mr. Bodery last night about it as a board, and we desire to, if we have any flexibility, to restructure that timeline so that we know more about our revenues when we're making decisions. Well, it, it's it's just trying to shoot at a target in the dark, I would think. <laughs> it does feel that way. And and there's, uh, the misunderstanding often is that this is, this is law. This is, these are public acts. These are, there's guidelines we have to follow uh, legally. So, and so we're doing that, but it, it makes it confusing yeah. and very challenging. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Um, obviously, uh, you, you mentioned teacher and, and staff raises and also in a time where um, you spoke about teacher morale and, and retention is such a big item. That's hopefully something that will help you keep good teachers and get good teachers. We, I said it before, and I'll say it forever, we have remarkable educators, janitors, bus contractors, nutrition workers, administrators. Um, we are very blessed in Rutherford County with a remarkable educational service staff, and uh, we want to encourage them. And if, if there's anyone who is listening, thank you. Thank you for what you do. Um, there are challenges today that we didn't see 10 years ago, five years ago. Uh, out of COVID, we're seeing different behavioral issues in the classroom. And so we're making, we're making gains in improving the environment and, and morale, but we have a lot of work to do. I want to meet our educators right where they are and, and serve them and let them know that they're appreciated and um, that, that what they do is super important. Tiffany Johnson joining us, the uh, Rutherford County School Board Chair, and uh, a, a few more things that I'd like to touch on with you. You mentioned growth and rezoning. Are, are we done with rezoning for the next year, uh, or are you still considering that? We are. The board, when we did the last rezoning, we really felt as though we needed a better plan. It, I think you, you hit the nail on the head a second ago with the dart, and just throwing a dart <laughs> and wherever it lands, right? So we have worked to uh, retain a consultant who is going to come in and evaluate our facilities, evaluate our growth migration patterns, look at how we're utilizing our existing facilities, and help us to plan for the growth as opposed to react to the growth. And so that's a six to eight week process. With with that consultant and uh, we're hoping that we can create some stability we hope not to rezone um, and there is no current plan to do so uh, but we will be looking to maybe do a district-wide rezoning in the in the future that will create stability and eliminate all those little rezonings mm -hmm. if at all possible so now so w was there a, a rezoning um, 
in the Rockville Riverdale High School area recently. So that hopefully yes. was going to take some of the, um, I guess, Rockville is just really bursting at the seams. I heard 2,700 kids, and I don't know if that's the correct number, but it's got to be close. That's and, and, and portables, and I know you don't want to see that in a two-year-old school. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, and, and if you build it, they will come. Yeah. And so we, we have other developments coming out there as well. So we have done a rezoning. It is a Band-Aid. We know it's a Band-Aid. Um, we've also, this board has worked on additions for our high schools. We're working with the county commission currently for several additions. We've asked for five, I believe. Um, we might get a couple of them. We'll be thankful for whatever we get. But our goal is to get students in classrooms. And Rockville is overcrowded. We know that with the rezoning that Riverdale will eventually become overcrowded if it won't start out being overcrowded. But the truth is we just don't have enough facilities. Um, I know it's awful to say, but we're even short portables. So that's a tough conversation. We want to get out of portables, but the growth is just so great that where we're just looking for safe space for our students to be educated and uh, it's it's a challenge growth is a challenge for yeah. sure yeah. i mean if, if you had all the money in the world uh to to spend you could build schools in all corners of of the community and it would still take years to get ahead just because of growth and construction cost and all of those things that that factor in it's it's got to be really tough though judging growth because like you mentioned you build this brand new school and what happens in that community is homes pop up everywhere right. and it's going to happen every time you build a new school regardless <laughs> You it know, seems it's great because we have great schools, right? Yeah. So I can't blame people for wanting to come here and be a part of it. My family moved here to be a part of education um, and for our kids to have a, a great education. So I don't I think there's positives, but we have to learn to manage it. And part of that management is is thinking outside of the box and finding creative ways to utilize our facilities and explore every option. But make sure that it's focused on our students and make sure it's focused on their academic success. So I think we have work to do but i think we're heading in the right direction and i'm hopeful that we'll get some good fact-based data that will help us make good decisions about rezonings um, establish stability for our families and our students and and manage the growth yeah uh, i i'd seen some information from other school districts i mean rutherford county's not alone so i guess you can you can look at places that are experiencing uh high growth and and kind of see what what they're doing but one of the considerations um that um, I can't remember where this community was. It was out of state, but you know, looking at maybe having you know the high schools have two different bell times, you know, and and kind of work through a few thousand students, and then later in the day when those are ending, the others begin. And I, I guess what I'm saying is, we may have to get really creative as the growth continues. That's absolutely right. Um, but again, I, and I, I will entertain anything that will benefit our students and our community, um, but I also want the parents to weigh in. I want to know where the parents stand with how they feel about their children's educational experience. And so I think it's really important to bring our parents into that conversation. We started parental roundtables. Um, during COVID, we heard a lot from parents about limited access. We restructured some of our policies for the safety of our board meetings and the, the people who visited our board meetings, but we didn't want to mute parents. And so I worked with some parent groups uh, for months, really, to establish the best 
process moving forward and we established roundtables. So we just had our first roundtable at Laverne High School. We had a great turnout. Parents, it's not recorded, so um, we hope that parents will feel comfortable. It's intended to be a very comfortable kitchen table environment. So our next one will be at Rockvale Elementary um, on Monday the 2nd of May, I believe. And the goal is just to hear from parents. What do you want? What do you need? Can we clear up information? Uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there and so we want to bridge that gap with our parents and have them participate in the process of education with their students. Well, that, <clears throat> that's awesome. And, and you're going to be doing more of these roundtables, I'm sure. Yes, we are. Um, we're going to take a break during the summer, but we already have administrations calling and asking, can we be next? So mm. their parents are asking for it. Um, and we're just excited to entertain those conversations. And, and the beauty of it is that we as a board get to have an exchange, a healthy exchange with parents. During the three-minute visitor section at our meetings, we don't get that opportunity because we have to keep you know maintain that professionalism and uh, so it's it's very cold so we wanted to create a comfortable environment and it's it we're very hopeful and positive that it'll it'll be a trend that continues for some time of course you can find out about the meetings and and information at rcschools.net rutherford county schools tiffany as always thanks for uh coming in today i i I hope this enlightens our our listeners with uh all the things that are going on surrounding the uh county school board and uh i I, again thank you so much thank you i appreciate you having me absolutely tiffany johnson joining us here today rutherford county school board chair and if you missed any part of the program now you can check wgnsradio.com under podcast look for rutherford issues or wherever you listen to audio spotify apple Podcasts, google and more